What the fuck is going on, everyone? I'm Val. And I'm Kayla. And this is 20 What Podcast. Hey. Before we start this week's episode, we need to have a little chat and kind of prepare for what you're getting yourself into right now. So, Val, what happened? Well, a few things have happened, honestly. What did First you? What, of all, what did you do? I had some Sour Patch watermelon that may have been infused with some cannabis and may have been much higher dosage per gummy than I realized. Um, 40 milligrams to be exact. And I'm just like chilling. So that's where I'm at right now, individually, but collectively, Kayla and I just recorded about five minutes of content because she's a little stony baloney too. Yeah. And our mics weren't on. Yeah, so I hope they're on now. I think yes. they are. My wait, let's I see just the check. little blue light. I, I do didn't too. See the little little blue light before. Okay. Perfect. All right. So now we're back in business. So what's this mm-hmm. week's episode about? Prime rib. Prime Amazon. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime rib meatballs. No. Being in your prime. Okay. Yes. Being in your prime. But what even is your prime, Kayla? One's happiest, <laughs> most successful time. The period when one has the most energy, vitality, and potential. Oh, yes. How do, how do we feel about that? We'll figure that out. Well, we're going to kind of unpack that throughout the episode. Yeah. We're going to go through a couple different things, and we're just going to end this with a banger. So keep listening if you want to hear a banger. Yeah. So have you ever played Happy Crappy with me? I have not. Okay, so it's a game that my friend Em and I play, and basically... You have to give a crappy part of your day, and then, because you all, you don't want to end on a bad note. Exactly. And then you give a happy part of your day, so like a high and a low, but happy crappy. It's funny you- happy happy doesn't sound as good. Yeah, it's funny you say that, because the other day I was listening to Seven Things by Miley Cyrus, and I was like, I forget who I was with, but I was like, I, I really like- I That was, was you! That was you! It was me, fuck you. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> these things, but I was like- You went to Uno! That's when that's when we were listening to it. I listened to that song often, so I didn't know. Anyway, okay. so I was like, fine, oh, I'm really glad that she ends it on a happy note. So the whole song is seven things I hate about you. But at the end, she's like, you know what? Let's take a pause for a second. Let's give you the seven that I like. And that's kind of the vibe we're going for right now. The seven things I hate about you. Um, yes. So we're going to do that uh, for 2020 because 2020 sucked. It was a low for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but then we're going to, we're going to see the high points. So let's go for our lows and then we'll talk about the high points because a lot of people were saying we're missing out on our primes because we are in our twenties mm-hmm. and the pandemic, but like really everyone's missing out on something. Exactly. This is a collective effort right now. Everyone is suffering, but it doesn't make, doesn't make how you're feeling any less, but we're all, we're in this no. together basically. So Val, let, yeah. let's start with you. Give me, give me a low. Um, oh, like chronologically, that's kind of how I listed them out because me too. this year has been a doozer. Um, so I lost both my jobs at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and one of my, which was, one was a bartending job. So obviously I lost that in the airport because that was not a thing at that moment. Um, and then I was, I lost my assistant job and I was ghosted by my boss after she told me not to worry about anything. And you did chat about this on our ghosting episode, right? 
Yeah, yeah, so you can go listen to that if you want a little further detail, because honestly, it's not worth the energy. Yeah. What about you? Oh. <laughs> um, my first one is the same as you. I also lost my job. And um, I think that it was a really weird feeling because I obviously never experienced a pandemic before, like most of us. Mm -hmm. And I've never not been working like I've been working since I was allowed to. And I've always had my own money. So when I lost my job, the minute it and like I really panicked I was like what am I gonna do because I knew this was gonna be like a kind of a long-term thing which it was um so it was definitely like a wake-up call not more like a oh shit kind of moment for me everything you have can be literally taken from you at the drop of a hat yeah yeah I know and it I think this pandemic definitely like we had no choice but to kind of just like change how we do everything just like pick up everything mm -hmm. and just flip it around like I you know, we don't have like the same habits or the same routines or whatever that we did a year and a half ago. Like, we can't hug people anymore. Yeah. That, that like source of happiness and warmth that we can get from others is gone. And granted, I'm not like a huge hugger. I really don't love people touching me. Yeah. But like, when some, when you need a hug, mm -hmm. like, a hug is so important. No, I, I totally agree. Not to get all like dark and deep, but when my grandfather passed away from coronavirus and when we went to the funeral, like my mom was so upset and like our family was there, like everybody was there, but like no one could like hug each other. And I know you've been in situations where you've had to go to funerals as well. And it's just, it's awkward. Cause like, obviously I, like I, I haven't been to many funerals, but the ones I've been to not in a pandemic, are you know you you hug people I'm sorry for your loss like touch them like physical touch but like that wasn't allowed which was super weird and just like dark within itself yeah it's just losing people this year has hit extra hard and I think we both know that it's just like you can't give people the same love all the time and like I know for me I felt bad I didn't see my grandmother as much mm -hmm as I probably should have before she passed, but I was so scared of killing her and, like, giving her corona. But, like, mm -hmm. honestly, she just didn't want... She knew she was going to die. She yeah. didn't care. She was like, I just want to see everyone. Yeah. But I just didn't feel comfortable. I couldn't live with myself if I was the reason she had passed. Exactly. You know At the mean? end of the day, like, you would be a lot worse off right now if you were the reason why. So it's... It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. roller coaster of emotions when it comes to stuff like that. It's like, you wanted to do more, but you couldn't, but you still feel guilty, but it's like, I literally couldn't. Yeah. So it's, it's such a weird subject that like no one's ever experienced before. No one has experienced like how to survive a pandemic mentally. Like no one, no one's done this before. We're all just kind of. I think that, yeah, there's a lot of guilt that comes with death. Yeah. And I think that's just inherent. I think everybody feels that sort of guilt. And it's it's never fair to ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's never what the person would have wanted. Exactly. Unless, like. Exactly. You know, I'm, I don't know. I just shout out to my loved lost ones. Those are, those are good lows. Um, what other lows? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll go into this low. It's, it's just, it's a, like a surface low of bring up the mood a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> so this is a low and a high for me. So I'm going to talk about it just in one, but moving out, um, moving out was such a high for me because I am in my own place. Like I got two doggies. I have a good roommate. Like it's a really great situation. Um, but 
However, this low wouldn't be a low if we weren't in a pandemic, but I just sometimes find myself feeling kind of lonely and it sucks because like I went from living in a house with three other people and then specifically I'm talking pandemic. Um, my mom worked from home, so she was home all day. Like there was oh, just being in the presence. Like it also was like, oh my God, like I can't stand you anymore. I need to move out of here. But also being in the presence of another being like that, like a human being is just like comforting. And then I went from that to like being moved now and like my roommate works all the time. So like I'm home alone a lot. It gets a little bit lonely sometimes. And it's not like I have the option to like really go and do things. It's just like, I feel Mm -hmm. like kind of stuck to sum it up just like in one place. And that's definitely something that's been like a little bit more recent, like in the past six months. Um, But it's looking, it's definitely looking up like with the pandemic, like this summer, like, and I'm hoping like we're going to be able to do a couple more things. So like I can at least like venture out on my own and like interact with humans from a distance, but you know, just getting that social interaction that I, have lacked for the past like six months I feel that the only social interaction I get now is like from work exactly and this stems from losing my job if I was still in the restaurant industry I wouldn't feel like this because I was interacting with a bunch of people but also interacting Mm -hmm. with people like that freaks me out now because it's like are you gonna give me COVID like what it's just it's such a Mm -hmm. like a I got yeah I mean I got COVID I definitely got it probably from serving people yeah so So it's just but it happens it was bound to happen you know and that's the thing that sucks it's like it was bound to happen what the fuck is that supposed to mean like you know what I mean like this is just this whole situation is fucked (laughs) that's all I gotta say that was definitely also a low of mine was getting COVID. It definitely sucked. Um, and I also live alone. So um, solitude. Mm-hmm. I don't have any pets. And I really wish I had a pet because I feel like that would help me a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I have plants and I keep them very alive and well. Yeah. I have quite the green thumb. If you ever want me to talk about how I keep my plants alive. Oh, you should have seen the garden that this bitch <laughs> grew this summer it was so impressive i got some pretty big zucchinis from it yeah i love gardening and i i do have a green thumb and i think i got it from my nose yeah and maybe adopted but i think i got it from my nose yeah i i you do you every time i come to your house your plants look great never concerned about them is to water from the bottom and then wait until dry and also sing to them and turn them so that they can each get a turn with the sun you need to do an episode by yourself i'm so serious about the singing with them okay if you guys want a little val corner and you need to talk um, about plants just like how to take care of them and gardening and just like giving them love i got you yeah you should do it i feel like a lot of people struggle with taking care of plants this would really help people Ooh, that'd be fun. Okay, cool. Also, not going to the gym. That has really hurt my mental health, especially, like, just going through all the shit that I've been going mm-hmm. through. And just, like, everyone's been going through shit. I know I'm not the only I one. I would have to agree um, with that, too. Like, I I haven't been to the gym since last March, so it's almost been a year. And I just, like, I can't I, – I don't think I could work out in a mask, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to the gym and work out and then have to pull my mask down and – put others at risk so half the fucking men in my gym do see i feel like i would have to do that and because i feel like that i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna put myself in that situation which sucks because the gym was like a healthy outlet for me before like i was really into lifting like i was always challenging myself and reaching goals and just pushing myself to the limit and i haven't had that part of my life back again so i definitely like 
I definitely have to agree with you for that. Oh, this bitch hit my car once. Oh yeah, didn't she say she was like she was old? Did she? Didn't she give you she a was really like I have cancer? Yeah, and I was like she was like okay. I, I'm dying, and then that really fucked with you. And I was like that was honestly yeah, I felt so that bad, was not but, fair. Like, everyone was like, no, she just said that. I was, like, yeah, when you told me that, I was like Val, I really like love. I could tell she was wearing a wig, but it, it doesn't matter. Her dying doesn't have anything to do with the fact that she just hit your car. She pulled that card on she you. She literally fucked my door up i my door is very dented and you i have to open it from the yeah. inside and the window doesn't work uh, she i don't know maybe she scammed you so the reason that we were talking about the lows let's get out of that let's get out of that but like you gotta experience the lows to get to the highs and the highs are the primes and the highs is me yeah what's something good that happened to you kayla well um i went from having one dog to two dogs that was awesome that was a really like oh. just a simple high but like it was a really good one like having two doggies because my whole life i wanted a dog and finally when i was 22 i got one and then by the time i was 24 i was living with two dogs i was like this is everything i've ever dreamed of i waited my whole life for this well, you'll get it. You'll get an animal someday. I want honey. I think you'll just in the middle of the night. We'll dress up. We'll have to edit this part out. We're gonna dress up like robbers, and we're gonna go to your sister's house and take honey. Oh no, we're not editing this out, Kara. I hope you hear this. Oh, <laughs> uh, edit this out. Oopsies. Okay. I agree. I wish I had dogs. Um, but I. Uh, watched a lot of sunsets you did yeah that was like you see that's the, the little things the little things that make mm -hmm. it i learned to yeah, yeah appreciate the little things i would every day during my quarantine because i lived alone it was like so hard to live alone during mm -hmm. it but i kind of made the most out of it i started painting i did a lot of fucking puzzles i love puzzles you do. so much and, and this is her um, daily about that last not week. her daily her weekly segment on why val loves puzzles i feel like you talk about it almost <laughs> in every episode okay. <laughs> should we get a p.o box so people can send you puzzles <laughs> Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. <laughs> Let us know if you'd send Val a puzzle. Oh yes, please do. Oh my god, send me a puzzle of Kayla's face. Anyway, yeah, do it. so I would get in my car uh -huh. and I would put on like my overalls <laughs> and I'd roll the windows down and I'd blast some Tavlo, roll myself a J and just watch the fucking I'm by the ocean, right? Uh, one of my highs were actually, yep. I'll say this one next because it's kind of similar to that. But so in like kind of the towards the end of quarantine where it was like the beginning of summer so like may june and then i started working in july again were like some of the best months of my life and i'm so blessed to say that because i know a lot of people were probably still feeling low at that point but i just felt like as a kid growing up my summers were spent outside running around with the neighbors like eating dirt whatever and luckily so my roommate that i have now she was living alone at the time so um, and I was living with my parents and I was like going crazy. So I was like, okay, the only place I'm going to go is your place. Like, this is like my escape from my parents. So like, I, she lived literally like mm -hmm. two or three blocks from me at the time. So sometimes I'd walk, sometimes I'd ride my bike to her house. And like, that's what I used to do as a kid. And then we would just like tan or garden or just do like outdoor stuff. And it just made me feel like I was, um, what's the word? 
I felt like I was a kid. I felt like I was a kid with no responsibilities, just like enjoying my summer. job finally after like going through three jobs i i really like where i work right now and i'm making good money and i don't feel like negative about it like in any mindset Mm -hmm. yeah so that's good it's that important is a nice it's important to really like your job because you're there a lot mm -hmm. so it's like you might yes as well like what you're doing because if not like that's like a big chunk of your time that you're feeling miserable so if you're in a job that you hate quit Well, obviously, make sure, make sure you're financially stable first and really plan for it, but quit. You're replaceable Quit. <laughs> yes, to them. exactly. That's, that's some, also something. It's already to be harsh. 2020 is, no, they need to hear you are, it. They You are need replaceable to hear it. to your employer. If you are not happy, quit. Another high of ours. We got to start a podcast. Yes, that was a good one. That was, uh, what we started in, in like August, a little bit after your birthday. So that was like, kind of in like the lull of coronavirus, like where everything seemed like it was going back to normal. That's when we started the podcast. And that was definitely, it's, especially for me, like I know like you're working and so you have like something to do and something to keep you busy, but the podcast really does keep me busy. Like I treat it more like work for me because this, well, let's go into my next high. This will kind of bounce off. That is my next high is because I'm unemployed and I have all this time to myself. I've been getting the chance to really invest in my passions and invest what I really want to do. And as cliche as it sounds, it's social media. And like, I just, it's a creative outlet for me and I love creating and I love just, you know, like, using my brain to like think about different solutions for things it it allows me to access parts of my brain that I wouldn't if I was just like sitting around doing nothing and I really enjoy doing it and because I have all this time on my hands it's allowing me to put the time and effort in that I would want to because obviously if you're working a full-time job it's definitely hard because social media is a lot of work like it's it's hours and hours a day it is a full-time job like even if I'm not being paid for it like it's still like if I can work to a point where I can someday profit off of it that's the goal but it's like I have the time to work towards that right now I have all the time in the world and I'm really thankful for that I think that it's it, it sparked a thought in me because you were like it's I it's a cliche and like you think you put the word influencer in quotes. I like see Oh, yeah. notes and I feel like in general, like society gets this idea of influencers that they're just like, Oh, they're this, they're that. And it's low key, super misogynistic. Mm -hmm. Like it does take a lot of work. So don't influencers let your self like anyone influencers like that's influencers not fair. are like, business you guys people do a lot of it's work. a business like yes exactly there's more that goes into it that meets and also eye. like i really like the idea of having a voice online and i really like the idea of being able to like say something and maybe like impact someone you know what i mean like i have been for an example on my instagram stories i share a bunch of vegan recipes or just vegan food and I get so many people who reply to me they're like you shared the best stuff like the other day someone replied to me they're like you and Val share the best stuff like I always like get stuff that like you guys post and whatever and I was like that's so cool that like that's just one person you know what I mean but at the same time that's one person that I'm having an impact on and they're choosing to pick a vegan option over something else like that that's what That's what veganism is about, like, not forcing it down people's throat. But that's another episode within itself. But I just like having that voice. I like having people like, oh, wow, that's really cool that you do that. Like, I'm going to try that. That that mm -hmm. makes me feel good. I like that. I personally just have been taking, like, a step back from social media as a whole just for my mental mm -hmm. health. But, like, me and Kayla handled those two things very differently. For me, that's, like, not something that I'm working on. But 
I cut my hair off this year. Um, that was a big thing. That, that I was did. a big thing. Do you feel like your prime is actually a thing or do you feel like it's all just generally a hoax? Yes and no, or yes to both. I don't know. I feel like, so generally speaking, when people think of a prime, they think of like this one specific time in their life where they were at their prime and everything was going great and everything was perfect. And I say that with air quotes. So kind of my point is like, first of all, perfect doesn't exist. We're living in an imperfect Mm -hmm. world. Like there's no way that perfect can exist. Striving for perfection is one thing. But what happens when you reach said perfection? You just stop trying. Like there's there's always room for improvement, always room for improvement. Mm -hmm. So like you might feel like a situation is perfect or you're perfect, but the odds are there's something about that that you can change and make it even better. So I think that being at your prime and like being perfect, it's kind of like it, it mends together. Like I think it's possible to be in your prime multiple times, but for different reasons. Like I feel like no matter how good your life can be going, you might, there's, there's always going to be something that you feel like that could be better or like maybe a worry that you have or whatever. I just, I think that we can be earlier, you said health prime wise. So that's a good example. If we like kind of split it up into mental health and physical health physically, like, yeah, I could be in my prime right now. I'm young. I'm never going to be this young again. I'm healthy I eat a fairly healthy diet like I feel pretty good but also like when I'm 40 years old I might be feeling really good for a 40 year old and I could consider that also a prime you know what I mean so it's like I think to label just one point in your life you know the average life expectancy of a human is like 75 like that's 75 years worth of living and you're gonna say that this six month period out of 75 years prime I think that's unfair especially with mental health mental health is a roller coaster you go through, you go through primes, you go through lows, like, Mm -hmm. you know? I completely agree. I feel like the idea of a prime in itself is just really detrimental to any sort of growth that we want to have in our lives. Yes. Like, if we're constantly comparing ourselves to our past selves or trying Mm -hmm. to achieve a future goal, a future prime, that we're never really living our life to the fullest in that moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're never living life for the present. And every season in our life, you're right, is different and mm-hmm. it's special for a specific reason. So why are we going to choose one that's the prime? Because you're going to have so many different fucking primes. And to kind of go back down to the lows, to build off of that, I feel like when you're at a low, it is so easy to look back on a time and be like, that was my prime because I was so happy and everything was great. But you people, you'll come out of the low and you'll experience another prime, like I said. So I feel like these thoughts that we have of thinking that we were in our primes is when we're at our lows. And I feel like that just makes us go lower. Yes, exactly. Thought process. We cannot be, I I find myself comparing myself to 22 year old me. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, she was so skinny. She was so tan. Like, I was, but I wasn't completely happy and I wasn't completely healthy then. Like, and back then I had my own issues. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I didn't think, oh my gosh, this is my prime. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like how come if you're in your prime, you, you never realize it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Like you can, it's, it's all about moments. Like It's easy to look back on a situation and remember a time in your life and pick out specific moments and then associate those moments with that entire time. But in the moment when it's happening, like that's not 
you don't like have a really great moment and then you wake up two weeks later and feel like I had a great moment two weeks ago. So I'm definitely still in my prime. But when you're looking back mm-hmm. on it, you don't you don't take apart the day to day life. You think of that specific moment. And then one thing I want to specifically talk about is like before and after pictures. Mm-hmm. Something that's been bent on my mind a lot lately because I definitely am somebody who had a time in my life where I was living for the after picture, like doing it for Mm -hmm. the after picture. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a really, really toxic mindset to be in. Personally, I feel like... I I agree. These transformation pictures inevitably just perpetuate toxic diet culture. It's all physical. It's like, where's where's your the picture of your brain before and after? Like, the mental part. That's the most important part about it. But you can't can't picture that. Like, we focus so hard on transformation photos and glow-ups, and we're just, like, perpetuating that, like, specific, like, mostly male beauty standard that we've been fighting so hard against, so hard against, that, like, oh, this person isn't desirable until they've reached this body type. Mm -hmm. But please don't get me wrong. Please celebrate your milestones and your achievements. Be be proud of reaching your goals, because that's kick-ass and I encourage you to set goals that are not centered solely on how you look or the scale or the pounds because ultimately that's going to lead to happier and more natural sustainable lifestyle choices Mm -hmm. than making it seem like a chore like fuck diet culture fuck it no, I to- I totally agree. It's more, it's way more than physical and obviously when you're looking online and you see these people's before and after, you're seeing their physical selves. Like you don't know like their before and after picture mentally, like it could be opposite. They could be really not doing very well right now and they could have been doing way better before, but you don't know that. So it's unfair for you to you know, you see that sure. and make yourself feel like, oh, now I need to be that after picture picture. Cause, and obviously, like, if, if you're striving to be healthier and, like you said, you're proud of what you've done, that's totally fine. But before you post that before and after picture, before you start really praising yourself for this physical change you made, take a step back and be like, okay, how are you feeling mentally? Like, I feel that's what matters yes, at the end of the day. Focus on how you feel. Focus on what it's doing for your life mentally, for the things around you, for your energy, like anything that's going to make you feel good. And please, I'm like, I can't stress this enough. Like you do deserve to celebrate your achievements, Mm -hmm. but I just encourage you to not get caught in the trap of thinking that the only achievement is how you look. Exactly. And I know like you've had your experiences with that. And I definitely have too. I feel like, especially with, the culture and just society that we're living in like a lot of people can relate to this whether it's on us more serious end or not like we've all I feel like gone through something similar to this mm-hmm. and we're like we I think how do you feel this is so random okay and this is not in the notes but here we go this is a message to Gen Z I really thought that we were in this together now they're bullying Why us are we- why are we harshing on people for wearing like certain jeans? Like, mm-hmm. I actually, do you not know what we went through with the low rise jeans? I, Can you just chill? I actually saw some lady make a TikTok about this, and she was like, "You guys got, and you know, if you want to wear low rise jeans or whatever, that's totally fine. But think about let's let's break this down. Let's unpack this. Think about what low rise jeans did to diet culture." 
low-rise jeans were showing your whole stomach and the people who were wearing them in the spotlight were people like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, who were like stick thin and they wore them perfectly. But like, mm-hmm. that wasn't, that was the ideal body type. And I think that I want to give- Your body was the accessory. Exactly. I want to give- our time like everyone says like oh everyone's like so bleh or whatever now but I want to give us a little bit credit right now for it's obviously there's room for improvement but curvy bodies and just like other body types other than that stick thin body type are celebrated and are so beautiful we started that movement we did. for gen z we, did. we started that for them so, so they better appreciate that before you make fun of us for not wanting to participate in your low-rise gene trend Try to think about the psychological effects it had on this entire generation. Like, we we got rid of that, and we set you guys up. We set you guys up for success, so... They don't... No, they don't, like... I don't think they're into low-rise jeans. They're into, like, big, baggy, skinny jeans. No, no not Low-rise jeans, jeans are, like, slowly jeans. making it come back, but it's... Oh, um, no. Do not mm-hmm. even try that. They make fun Get of us for here. skinny jeans. It's straight cut now. I actually bought a pair of straight cut the other day, and I've had, I wore them. I, li- I, have, I like straight cut, They too, do look nice. I like skinny jeans for work. I do, too. I do, too. So, leave us alone. Skinny jeans make my butt look good. Like, fuck off. Leave us alone. We can wear whatever jeans we want. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, why are we, like, hard? Once again, women are being harshed on for what they wear. Yeah, what about men's jeans, huh? Like, why are we just huh? harshing on women? Why are we doing that? Yeah. Why are we... Okay. Yeah. If I want to wear my skinny jeans, I'm going to wear my skinny jeans. Gen Z, I was in this with you. You guys need to fucking chill. Let's reel it back and let's get back on the same boat. E-girls. E-girls. Seeing girls were the blueprint. <laughs> the blueprint. Do not forget that. Paved the way. Oh, it did. It did. The whole like. I wore fucking neon skinny jeans so you could wear like, like fuck off. So you could wear your baggy mom jeans ran so you could walk i wore the hot topic mini barrette bows i don't think i've ever worn so that you could wear your jojo siwa bow yes (laughs) yes and they were pink zebra (laughs) i had my first kiss in a pink zebra tank top that was my prime hot that was my prime so if you had to pick what society would think it has your prime happened yet kayla do you think that that's gonna ever happen or fuck that what do you, what do you think? Like I said before, I think it's possible to have multiple primes. And I definitely think that mm-hmm. I have experienced a prime. But I think so. My prime was, I forgot to talk about this, honestly. It was a, it was a lowish for me because more about feeling stuck. I was traveling a lot before the pandemic hit. And it, whether it was local or getting on a plane, like once a month, I was doing something like a ski trip or going to a tropical island or whatever. And I felt like that was starting to become a prime for me. Like I was, I was having so mm-hmm. much fun. I was seeing the world. I was seeing all the places around me. And then Miami. Yeah, it kind of got interrupted. And sometimes I want to, I like, I think I'm like, if this pandemic didn't happen, wh- what would have I seen? What would have I done? Like, where would have I gone? And I think that I'm going to have a prime again. In that sense, I feel like that's when I feel most good and most happy is when I'm traveling places and I'm seeing new places. And once this pandemic is going to be over soon, let's hope. And I feel like I'm going to experience that again. But it's I'm just yearning for that. 
yearning. I am yearning for better days. I am yearning for going into a club and fucking hula hooping Dude, for three hours. I didn't even go to clubs that much before, but like, I at least want the option. I don't even have the option to go. I want the option to go to a hula hoop club <laughs> and a strip club. Yes, it's just... What was the happy crappy for you this week, Kayla? I honestly don't remember how last week went. I have to... I don't know. I, you, you go Me first. Me either. You go first. Maybe I'll think of something. Okay, so... My happy was I went and visited the... Oh, wait, I'm supposed to start with the crappy. Oh. Um, my crappy was I got marshmallows stuck in my toes for five days. What? And then <laughs> my happy was I went to um, Ronald McDonald's house and he taught me how to DJ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What was your happy crap? I got really confused yesterday. This actually really happened to me. Um, it was really stressful. So I was going to visit my roommate at work and get a salad. And I, I was taking public transportation. And I got on the red line. And they were doing a shuttle train between Alwife and Harvard. And so you had to get on the train on the wrong side of the track. But then you had to get off at Harvard. But then where you would normally get on to go to Braintree, you had to go up to Alawife and it was going in the wrong direction. I know this hurts my brain just talking about it. And it was so stressful for me. And I Ubered back. I was like, I'm not doing that again. That was just like, it was way too much for me to handle with my brain. I don't blame you. Yeah. I do not blame you. I was like, you. there's no way I'm doing that again. I was sitting there. I was, I what asked, was a high? Um, hi. I tried this really great drink at Starbucks the other day, actually. It was a pineapple matcha coconut milk drink. Okay. I saw it on the menu and it was actually really good. I had a little adventure after work last night and I'm surprised that I am as coherent-ish as I am today. Yeah, I thought I thought we, this wasn't going to happen. I I I wasn't banking on it. I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed with so your So I don't know what Snapchat I sent you. It was just you. I don't know what I said. It was before you took the green tea shot and you were like this is your sign to like get a green tea shot or something but the way you said it you were just like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh goodness i'm scared for myself yeah i had an espresso martini after work and that turned into a beer which turned into a white gummy bear shot which turned into me and katie getting caesar salads which turned into me and katie drinking i had five angry orchards and three green tea shots I think four or five angry orchards. I don't know. All right. I don't know how you're not ill right now. I've seen you get I ill from either. two drinks before. I've seen you get ill from way less than that. And the amount of alcohol that you drank? What That's is a lot of alcohol. What is wrong? Are you like, shout out to your liver for metabolizing that. Drunk? Yay. What's going on? Yeah, that's impressive. Woohoo. I wouldn't try it again. You won't might. I wouldn't try it again. You might not I get really that lucky. You might not get that lucky. I think it's because I didn't actually mix that much. Yeah, you did. I mixed a lot at first. No, because once I. Beer. We got to the Caesar salad. Beer, yeah. vodka. Beer and one, one liquor. Beer, Drink. vodka, whiskey, Jameson, and green tea shots. Oh, yeah. And then Angry Orchard. Dude, I would have been sick. You mixed four alcohols. Oh, I don't know how I'm not sick. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I usually would get so sick from that. Yeah, you maybe would. I'm like. Maybe you're turning over a I new know. leaf. I don't know. A leaf that can handle four different kinds of alcohol. I can't. I'm not that kind of leaf. 
I'm a too alcohol kind of leaf. I hope that I'm turning over that leaf. But anyway, where can people find us on social media? (laughs) At 20 Watt Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Yes. And at our email at 20whatpodcast.gmail.com or at our website at 20whatpod.com. Other than that, we love you so much. My nipples are very sensitive right now. I'm kidding. On that note, we will see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Because you always wait until I say it like two seconds after I start. So I was trying to stop. Okay. Well, why don't we say it when I clap? Well, we did do it. Okay. Ready? No. Go. See you next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) Peace and blessings. Goodbye.